0: So, I just want to do a quick little uh, documentation of uh, a process that I'm engaging in right now, which is going off of uh, social media, but generally just Facebook, because that's the one that I've done mostly. Um, and so, what I decided to do, so I started, let me give, I guess, give you a little bit of background in terms of you know, my thinking and how this evolved into me deciding to go off it. So, um, I mean, I'm always curious about Facebook. I think one of the big things, okay, so here's probably what was like a big pivotal point was I was doing a, uh, like a training session for some of the life coaches about Facebook and, uh, or sorry about social media and about the value of social media and how you can use social media to engage with people about, topics that are of interest to you as a potential marketing tool. And I was actually admittedly surprised at all the negative that people were negative, like comments and experiences people had with social media. And I know that this exists, but I kind of just thought it was a sort of select group of people. And so then, I don't know, it just like derailed my presentation in a lot of way, which was fine, but in a way that I was just shocked at why people had such a ne- negative perspective on social media, especially given that I was sitting there talking about the value of it and particularly as like a social tool and how this can mimic like real life social environments in a lot of ways. And so that was probably the first like key point in this sort of evolution of thinking, and then, uh, that just kind of lingered around, and then probably a week or two after that, I happened to be listening to The Current, which I often am when I'm driving in the car, and I was probably driving to the University of Guelph, Humber, to teach, and, uh, there was a, oh, what's his name, um, um, I should look this up, but anyway, he's a old internet guy who's been around for a while and had just recently published a book about uh, social media and pretty much like the, I guess the negative consequences of it, but mostly how Facebook... um, uh, uses algorithms to keep you engaged and basically it's like an addiction model and so I was particularly interested in this because um, I was you know teach I'm teaching psychology of learning to my students at the University of Gulf Humber and so I was thinking of this current podcast or episode as something that they could listen to and you know sort of form a discussion around in terms of you know social media and how it you know how they we use things like positive reinforcement and and negative reinforcement which is like the avoidance of something sort of negative to increase your behavior and so i was listening to it from that perspective but then i got really interested in this idea of what facebook really was and You know, I know they use these algorithms, but for some reason it just felt a bit different. And so I started doing a little bit more research into this person's work. And then um, it just started snowballing into like, what exactly is this? And then in addition to that, I think the old idea about Cambridge Analytics a while ago where Facebook's data was given to them. And all of our data was given to them, was sort of still lingering in my mind that, like, is this something that I want to do? And then, in addition to that, I'm also watching or listening to this podcast, Zigzag, by uh, Manush Zamorodi and Jen Poyant. And they're talking about uh, just like journalism and how Facebook is social media platforms are taking a lot of the marketing money that used to go to journalism. So, you know, as an example, you know, I don't go, I wasn't going to like the sources directly to get my news. I was going to it through Facebook. So I was following a lot of CBC uh, news pages and content, but I was getting it all through Facebook and not getting it directly through CBC. And so that has sort of this um, ripple effect where the journalists are producing stuff for free and they're not getting the money that they normally would get from advertising. And so this is a problem. And so ZigZag is documenting, was documenting, or partially documenting this organization, this company called Civil, that was trying to create a decentralized platform using the blockchain to, uh, make journalism, um, well, one decentralized so that no one's really owning it per se, or that there was more accountability and you could use these civil tokens to uh, participate in the, the economy, which I think is actually part of the information economy in addition to just like the general economy. So basically I can like use my tokens to to vote and make decisions and 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 sort of participate in the government of the governing I guess of the the rules around uh truth and like you know getting rid of fake fake news which is obviously a problem in in the news itself so so that was you know that I've been listening to since the summer so I guess that probably was in some ways, one of the the starting points um, that sort of converged with these other elements a few weeks ago. Um, And then the other big thing for me was thinking about my own mental health right now and how I'm still really struggling with being a mom and the frustration that builds inside of me and how I end up taking this out on the most uncontrollable part of my life, which is my three-year-old and, and also my partner. And that's not fair to them. And I've been desperately trying to change this and work on things and find solutions and like, like seriously have been working hard to reconcile this frustration and this anger and this rage that is inside of me. And so while doing that, um, it it kind of made me think about my social media behavior and what's going on. And again, still with this idea that I love social media, like I I love the fact, you know, I've always sort of inherently believed from early on that social media has the power to connect people. And I still... Absolutely believe that I, the Me Too, as an example movement, would not have happened if we didn't have social media to spread all these stories. Like I remember when all those Me Too stories were just popping up with the Me Too hashtag on my Facebook feed, and it was like mind blowing, heart wrenching, um, shocking, you know, and then made me reflect on my own experiences and how I even discounted or downplayed some of the experiences that I had and anyway, it's so much stuff just like brewed up and so many people were activated by that. so many people were triggered. Uh, so many people were forced into healing when they weren't ready and anyway, I really think that that was a really important movement. same with the women's March. like I don't think those would have happened at the scale that they did in any other time. like we are at an unprecedented time in history where we can connect globally and that's why the women's marches were able to happen in such a coordinated fashion that in some ways was like kind of decentralized like no one was organizing it at that large scale it's just people rose up to say I'm going to do this too and then it just like it just happened and which was absolutely amazing so that actually i think gave rise to the me too happening Uh, anyway, so it's, there's such a power in it. And I think it's a feminine power. It's like based on this collective and this idea that, you know, no one, no one person is in charge, that it's the community that's in charge, which I really think is a feminine energy, um, like historically, biologically, um, energetically, whatever. So I've been really hesitant to, say, to really say anything negative about Facebook because I believe that it's been so important to keep this change of consciousness, this rise of consciousness that's happening throughout at least North America and Western Europe and probably parts of Eastern Europe. Anyway, I don't know how far it goes, but I definitely think that we're a big part of that by being connected through social media so there's been that, but then I was kind of forced to look at myself and say, okay, how can I objectively look at my own behavior? And, you know, am I consistent with this ideal of what social media actually is? And I started to see that there was some inconsistencies that I think I thought could be contributing to my mental health. Um, In addition, so one other tangent before I come back to this is that I've also been just inherently frustrated with like wanting to do my next project. Like, you know, my, I got lots of stuff on the go and they're sort of like, you know, they're, the, they're going decently smoothly. Like there's stuff that, you know, is still developing, but you know, the life coaching stuff, like the course, my clients, the, company that I've built like that's all like it's running um and there's still progress and change that has to happen and I'm fine with that but I I really do like the early phases of like an idea and the sort of startup mentality and so what else can I do and it's like do I want to write another book do I want to really push my podcast do I want to bring women together or feminine energies together in a retreat format like literally for a week long, like push out, you know, a impactful product at the end type thing. And I've just been going back and forth and I'm like, even writing another book, it's like, I've got four different ideas and I'm trying to figure out how to bring them together. And I've used sticky notes and it's just not coming together. And I'm like, there's something missing, like there's something wrong here. And then that's also inherently frustrating for me. So I started, to look at my social media behavior as a possible uh, answer, I guess, for some of these frustrations. And when I did that, I realized how incredibly frustrating it is for me to be on Facebook these days. And for a few reasons. So one reason is that I, well, one simple reason is that I'm just like seeing a lot of shit that pisses me off, and part of that is because of the algorithms of Facebook. So the more things that you like and you engage with, the more you those show up in your newsfeed. So I'm getting a lot of the same stuff that I believe in. So whether it's like frustrations with things like Brett Kavanaugh or um, and how Dr. Christine Blasey Ford was treated, um, Bill Cosby, you know, all this other like anything that's affecting the equality of women, anything that to do with Trump and the shit that he's doing, um, all of that stuff is just like populating my newsfeed. And so I'm constantly bombarded with this frustrating stuff, which I thought was good because it's like, Oh, I want I'm engaging with this and like, I've got this energy and I'm doing something except I'm not really doing anything because I haven't figured out what it is I want to do. So there's this sort of cycle of frustration where I'm constantly being bombarded with it. But I'm not actually doing anything. And I think I'm doing things because I'm sharing it, but I'm not doing anything. And the conversations that are arising as a re- result of it are either me preaching to the choir, so, same people who are posting this shit are also commenting or liking or whatever, my stuff. And like, we're still not like moving things forward in a way that is fast enough and what I think is impactful enough. So, that's not happening. And then the people who are naysayers or who want to debate some of these things are just literally pissing me off and either because they think differently and they're never going to change their mind. So I don't want to talk to you. And especially on things that I just don't think are debatable. Like there is no debate in my mind about equality or justice, social justice. Like when people are disadvantaged against or feel disadvantaged in their world or discriminated against there's no debate we need to change that and there are subtle ways that that happens all the time in our our language in our life you know whether it's you know i posted something about using that i'm going to stop try to stop using the word guys to refer to all people casually and there's a bunch of people who are arguing it and it, to me it's just so clear it's like no this is like insidious. Like this is an example of how we treat women unfairly and we don't give them the space. It is the same thing in my mind as when we used to write text that would say he to refer to he and she. We we don't most people don't do that anymore. Most educated people would not do that anymore because they realize it's unacceptable. And we have a history, a long history of being exposed to this very, um, insidious experience of sexism, basically. So there's certain things that I just don't think are worthy of being debated. Like there is no debate in my mind. And so I don't want to debate these people and it gets really frustrating. And so I'm preaching to the choir. Great. Nothing's really changing there. It's the same people who believe the things that I'm saying or, Uh, I'm arguing with people who are never going to change their mind. So what the hell is the point? Especially when nothing is, is changing. And so that became very clear to me that there's a huge amount of my frustration that is embedded potentially within my Facebook and social media experience. So given all of this, and I'd like to just point out for a second that People often ask me why I do the things that I do and this just took me, we're at 17 minutes and I glossed over some things. It took me 17 minutes to explain why I'm deciding to go off Facebook. I I forgot actually to include other things that I was planning to do a uh, sabbatical in January so I was planning so I already had in my mind from January to June I was going to just go off Facebook and so I was kind of leading up to this but I was also thinking that I need I wanted to start investigating other nonprofit decentralized social media platforms uh, and recruit a bunch of people to join me into another platform so I've already kind of signed up for another one that seems like it might be but I also started realizing that there's some Programming skills, like computer programming skills, that I might need to like do this in a way that I really want to do this and really create another alternative community. So I was gonna like build up to that, and then I decided that anyway. So that was sort of in the works, and then we had a house meeting on last Sunday where we talked at the end about just a few things like how everyone's doing and it came out about how negative I am and and Mike sort of, not sort of, he did say that he was like wondering if I was bipolar and I'm pretty sure I'm not bipolar. Like I have a pretty good understanding of what bipolar disorder is and that I really don't fit that characteristics. But from his perspective or even like, you know, other versions of it, but from his perspective, he just sees me going back and forth, and, like, there's two clear poles, and I bounce between them, and yeah, I can see that, and so anyway, it got pretty emotional, and we were talking about this, and we're, you know, everyone, Lindsay and Bronwyn were suggesting, like, you gotta say no, and I was talking about how I don't have space for, like, all these other people who have, like, serious, either crises or emotional shit going on in their life, and it's like coming at me and it's like, I don't know, like I don't have energy. And they're like, you have to say no, you have to say no. And I'm like, I do say no. I say no so much to people and I can't say no anymore. And the people who I don't say no to legitimately need something. And so I'm like, I don't want to say no. Like that's not where I want to take my energy back from. And so we decided that I was just going to stop Facebook, like, go off Facebook now, and, like, deleted the app off my phone, and I haven't been on since Sunday, and it's now Thursday, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I can tell you, I feel like a huge weight has been lifted off of my entire body, not just my shoulders, off my chest, off my brain, and I feel pretty amazing, so much so that I've continued to have intense conversations with people over the last few days, and I feel like I have so much more space for it, like, I feel like I'm sitting, I'm sitting taller, I'm literally sitting taller right now as I started to talk about this, all the stuff that led up to this, the first 17 minutes, I was like crouched over, because I was still like in this protective mode, like literally my body was in a defensive position where I was, you know, my shoulders were coming in, I was protecting my heart, which in yoga we know is like what we do when we, we are in protective mode, when we lack confidence, like so many things. And just as I said how I felt when I got off Facebook, I felt my shoulders open up, just like the beautiful heart openers that happen in yoga, just like those beautiful back bends that open up our heart and we feel this like emotional release sometimes in those yoga practices, and this is the posture of, like, the, I'm owning my space, I'm taking my space, I'm confident, I am the alpha, I am the ruler, I am going to win at whatever this is that I'm trying to win at, and I feel pretty freaking amazing right now, and honestly, I don't even care that I'm, like, there's, I had to go on to just, like, do a message, but I didn't actually engage with Facebook. I just, um, had to do something. So I wasn't actually on in any real capacity and I saw all these notifications and I was like, I don't care. Like I had no desire to go check them. I have no desire. Uh, and I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I really don't think I'm going to be done with social media because again, I love it. And it's a platform that I think is really important for the world, but I do think that I'm going to come back with a very different perspective and I'm going to come back with intention and I'm going to come back with a plan for creating impact using the connectedness of social media that exists and that is a perfect place to end. I promise I will keep you updated and we'll see what happens. If you have any thoughts on this, please send me a voice memo. I would love to hear what you have to say about this. Bye.